I'm just trying to save you the hassle of, of the pain and the anguish. I'll just I'll just keep it all for myself. It'll be fine. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. Jeff loves to always chime in first. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. I'm just trying to mix it up a little bit. You know, like, you know, upset the, the, the norm, you know, so people aren't yeah, they're waiting for you to come a- in. Ain't nobody like, fucking listening on this anymore anyways. That's Wells. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hi. Hey, Wells. So, Wells, I know you did something that I want to ask you about. Uh, yeah. Jeff, have you done anything since we last recorded? Somewhat. Okay. I had a work trip. I had another work trip. Uh, went to Which is why we missed the episode, yeah. just because we're adults and scheduling. And, hey, you know what? We've earned it at this point, right? I, Ten I, years, 500 I, episodes. We're pretty goddamn solid. Yeah, like, in when I go to post the the news or the post the this episode for the week, you know, I... I get into like the images and like it took me a while to find the no episode this week so i feel like we've probably gone a couple years without missing yeah not bad the the moose outside should have told you we're close that's right that's right sorry guys um but yeah no uh, i went up to bozeman montana for work and um uh, remind me what's the brewery that's in bozeman bozeman well there's a bunch of them actually okay saying, you're probably thinking of um Oh damn! My brain just shut off. Cold smoke. Yes. Um, from um, I had and I had one while I was there. Okay. Um, I'll think of it when I'm not thinking of it. Okay. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, so you know, get in town and you know, it's like imagine, imagine Boone, but somehow more mountainous. Like like it's more okay. like like everything is more flat, but the mountains are taller. At any rate. Um, cause you're not, well, whatever. We get there checking our hotel. We're on the main street and, um, there's literally a brewery right across the street. I'm starving. Let's go check it out. They've got food. Fantastic. Beer was decent. Could have been first beer syndrome. Could have been, I'm starving. Like whatever. This place called shred month. They had like five beers on tap. It was, was, it, was, it, was it food, food or pizza? Food, food. Okay. Like smash burger. So and, typical bar kind of pub food. Yeah. Yeah. Like a slightly elevated. And then. For dinner that night, went to a place called Mountains Walking. Yeah. Or is it Walking Mountains? Walk, Mountains Walking. Mountain Walking. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Absolutely just, like, amazing, right? Nice. Next day, I'm at the office, and, and, you know, we're working, and my boss is like, yeah, I was thinking we could all go out tonight. And I'm like, all right, cool. Where do you want to go? And he's like, I was thinking about maybe taking everybody to Mountains Walking because it's really good. I'm like, okay, cool. We had that last night. It's fantastic. Please, yes, I want to go back and have some more. Um good time you guys would love their uh indica flower uh hazy ipa i do tend to like indica flower um it it was it was awesome nice you know it's weeds legal there so like you know everything's a little you know but uh but like that was great you know had just a really good time um but then we went to montana ale works um which you know we were looking for something to mix it up a little bit and like i had i had a cold smoke and i'm like this doesn't taste like much. And then I had their local fresh hop. Cause like, Ooh, cool. Fresh hop Bozeman, you know, Bozeman fresh hops. And it didn't like, it didn't hardly taste like there was any hops in it at all. And I'm like, something's weird. I had like a, a flight. I'm like, all these beers taste like nothing. As I'm walking out, you know, it's one of those places that has like all their kegs in a glass case. And so you can see everything, including their disgusting, dirty lines. Oh, and I'm like, I wish uh... I would have seen this beforehand. I would have turned around and gone back. I feel bad because I when I checked in the beer, this is before I, you know, I was checking in beer before I noticed that. And I think it was Bozeman Brewing 
uh, it was their fresh hot beer, and they replied back to my check-in, and they were like, yeah, it's, it's really subtle. I was, I was like, man, I hope you see my reply to your reply of, like, I don't think it was you. I think it was Dirty Lines. Yeah. I hate that. I, yeah. There's no excuse for that. Period. I, yeah. So, None. Whatever. But it was, you know, it was a good time. Got home and got a porch bomb of some fresh hot beer. So nice. We'll be drinking fresh hop here for the next few shows. Thanks, yeah. Scott. Super excited. All right, Wally Walls. What what did you did? I uh, did a kind of a whirlwind stop in in Asheville of all places. Going up there to see a show. We had you go to a show in I, Asheville. I know, I know. Me. This is so off brand for you. I don't even know how to respond to this right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be my last show in Asheville for the foreseeable future. There's just everything's swinging back through Charlotte in January, February. So cool. I don't have to travel as much. Um, but didn't have a lot of time. Had about 24 hours from when we left Charlotte to, to when we had to be back. So we made it count. Swung through Hickory on the way up to Asheville. Checked out the newest brewery in Hickory called City Walk Brewing and Distilling. Okay. Um, Thoughts? It's like Hickory finally has an actual brewery tap room. Okay. Because having worked for Old Hickory, they have like sister restaurants. Right. But nothing that's like, hi, welcome to whatever. Here's like just our beers and no food. Yeah. Right. Like Charlotte has tap rooms aplenty yes. and very few brew pubs. Old Hickory just has brew pubs and not an actual standalone tap room. So cool for Hickory to finally get like a brewery tap room. Their stuff was actually really good. I, I will go back for sure. Nice. Um, and then pop it around Asheville, hit up uh, one of my new favorite distilleries, new favorite, whatever, um, Etta Rhine. So they do like a bunch of Amaros and Fernets and a gin. Um, they're very talented with the botanicals. Oh my God. Uh, we spent too much money and, and spent a little too much time. And so I was looking for some sort of food option where I'm just like, you know what? Our best option really is just to go to the wicked weed bro pub. Like I get, like it's not even close to like there being another, whatever. Let's just, let's just go. The food was good. Um, I mean, the food's always been good. Yeah. I had their hazy, pernicious, mm-hmm. perna haze. Perna haze. That was not that great. Mm-hmm. But I know, right? Like, wow, this is just not your best effort. And But then I had the Dark Age Imperial Stout, and it was just like I remember it being. So, yeah. All right. I, I had a pernicious a few months back at a game, and I was just like, I, have my, has my palate changed this much? I don't like this beer anymore. Or is it the kids? Well, and how much of that stuff is actually brewed there anymore? How much of yeah. that shit's been outsourced to yeah. and that's, St. That Louis was, and yeah. some of these other places? Just, because what's... Oh, sorry. No, no, you're right. Total side jaunt, but totally related. I willingly bought a 12-pack of their IPAs because it had been so long since I had them. Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. Okay. I willingly gave AB money... That's how bad that Harris Cedar has gotten when it comes to beer selection. That this was like somewhat fresh, the com- freshest you could find compared yeah. to some of the been, shit. Been there, done that, yeah. And I was kind of like, I was like you, Jeff, because uh, they had their hazy ver- variants of Pernicious and all this stuff. And I'm like, I used to really like Pernicious, and what happened? It, it, it's a ho hum beer at best. It's 
And then it made me wonder, like, how much of this shit is even made in Asheville? Is it all just now their sours, and that's probably it, and everything else is probably outsourced? I mean, I, and I feel like it's fashionable to bash on Wicked Weed, especially for the three of us, because of AB and Bev and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't, like, to your point, I'm sure a lot of it's getting outsourced. Yeah. It just, like, the beer has changed. Like, I know hops change year over year, but it was right. just like, it was like bitter with no, like, hop character. If the, does that make any sense at all? Yeah, no, no totally, totally. And it, it felt that way to me, too. So very, very odd that all three of us within the last couple of months have had some experience with Wicked Weed. Because, yeah, like I totally willingly bought a 12-pack of it last weekend and was just whelmed at best. Um, well, as I would assume, you were whelmed with your options. Oh, the Pernahaze? Or the Pernahaze. It was, it was just average. I've had worse. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't that good. But Dark Age, on the other hand, that that was that was still well, that's and, and, and a so bourbon barrel aged imperial stout that they did. Ah, oh, just missed it. Out of the the three of us, obviously, you were just recently there. I mean, do you know is is it pretty much just the Funkatorium shit that's being made there, and everything else has been outsourced? Or? No, no idea. Okay, I, I don't know curious. anybody at Wicked Weed anymore. Okay, I was just curious. Uh, anything else besides giving money to AB and Bev like I did willingly? <laughs> that was about it. I I did give enough. Uh, money elsewhere in the Asheville alcohol economy that is craft. So I, you, you I, don't, it. I don't feel bad. You he, offset, he, yeah. He, yeah, he's got his carbon credits, if right. you will. You exactly. Know. Well, and yeah, that was the other funny part is so I bought that and then I bought some stuff from Foothills and so like I gave... You spread it around a little bit. Yeah, I mean. it wasn't all AB money. Uh, Sierra Nevada. So anyways, uh, we got a lot of news stories because we hadn't recorded in a little bit, so... Yeah, I just keep finding things to talk about. So... Yeah. Uh, this show looks like a whole bunch of places opening and closing. closing. So are y'all ready for this? Yeah, let's we're, go. We're ready for this. All right. Abrigato? Starting things off. Uh, we're, we're going to Denver. Okay. We're going to Denver and Dry Dock Brewing. Um, Who? I've not heard of them, but... Me neither. Apparently, they're closing their tap room, and they're going to not merge with Great Divide, but they are going to be using Great Divide's excess production capability to continue brewing their beer. So this isn't like a, the dry dock brewing isn't going away, but they won't have a tap room anymore, but they aren't owned by Great Divide, but Great Divide's going to brew them. Okay. So, so there we go. Contract brewing? I mean, yes. I guess to a degree. I mean, you know, there probably is a contract involved. I mean, I think we tend to look at contract brewing and gives us a bad taste in our mouth because we're used to the breweries that have no interest in having a presence. Right. They just have some recipes and they want to make beer and it's hit and miss at best. Yeah. You know, I think that's somewhat of what you're seeing here. And I, and I wonder if this isn't going to be more of the norm where we start to see breweries that maybe their demand is tapering off <clears throat> or they're going through a little bit of a dry spell or they exact opposite maybe they don't have the capacity to keep up either yeah so you've got somebody who needs more capacity you've got somebody who's got too much capacity and they come together and find out a way to make it work i mean i feel like that's less of a stigma than it used to be right because everything is so damn expensive anymore well yeah exactly i mean real estate's not cheap and if you're a small local brewery and you've got somebody like great divide which granted i don't know other beers from them other than the Yeti series? I mean, if you were to put a gun to my head and ask me to name like five 
you know, different Great Divide beers. They'd all be Yetis and their variants. They'd all be Yetis. Yeah. Like, I know all the Yeti and the Yeti variants, but it's about the only thing I can ever remember There's from them. There's Belgo Yeti and regular-ass oak uh, Yeti and chocolate Yeti and... Christmas uh, Yeti. Christmas Chai, Yeti. Chai Yeti. Chai Yeti and... Mario Andrew Yeti. Yeti. So, I mean, cool, interesting. Uh, next one, let me tab over. I just have a... F- yeah, to your point, th- this seems like a story we're going to be hearing a lot more about. Well, not this story, but stories like it. Yeah. Um, so, Wells, we've talked about Hip and Hop coming and not coming and coming and not coming and, and doing all this weird shit. What's the final, maybe, story of the saga of this place? Oh, so we have a pair of articles because... I had to fight like hell to get into one of them. Thank you, Paywall. And then the other it had, I think it was written first. But here's here's the story. Hip and Hops is a brewery out of Georgia. They are the state's first black-owned brewery. Um, had announced they're coming to Charlotte, and they're going to operate a pair of, or they're going to operate a brewery in my neck of the woods. And then they're like, okay, cool. No, we're not going to do... We're not going to call it Hip and Hops. We're going to call it another brewery. And like, oh, well, we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So I hate this to pieces. Yep. I mean, anybody who takes like business advice from the comments section of Axios Instagram, just not a good idea. Yep. So, okay, cool. So we have another brewery now. Um, and then Hip and Hops is still looking for their own brewing space in Charlotte. Well, they found their own brewing space in Charlotte. And it is the former D9 Uptown location. Which okay. I totally forgot that that was a thing, to be honest. Um, I think a lot of people didn't even know that was a thing because also, also I don't even know if it lasted a year. It kind of unceremoniously closed. It's like, oh, we're going to take a little hiatus and then their socials just stopped working and I never heard anything about it until I went to go like, hey, I wonder what's happening with D9. So anyway, Hip and Hops had three locations in Georgia. Okay. They closed one of them late last year. Then they closed their second one a couple of weeks ago without like any sort of whatever. Like I found out about it through like their Charlotte article. It's like, oh yeah, they just closed their production location in Georgia. So they're moving all their production capacity and distilling capability to that former D9 space in Charlotte. So they're just getting out of Atlanta, period. I, they still have one location in Georgia. Okay. But they're looking to open two breweries in brew pubs, whatever, in Charlotte now. So, cool. I, so if somebody, you obviously have spent a ton of time in Georgia. We'll and, and ton, Jeff, but... Well, compared to the two of us, and I know Jeff... Kind of did back in the day, but it was outside of Georgia, and that's like, what, an hour and a half outside of Georgia? It was outside of Atlanta. Yeah, outside of Atlanta, outside of Georgia. Um, And I did as well. So Jeff and I kind of knew the early days of the craft beer boom, or the lack thereof in Georgia. Yeah. Is is this part of the reason why some of these places are leaving and coming here? Like, what is it about Charlotte in specific that these places are coming here? I don't get it sometimes. Well, in terms of this brewery, I think there was like a family connection. Okay, um, but I don't. I, that's my understanding. I could okay, be fair enough. I'm incredibly I mean, wrong about this. More, more power to you. But it's just to me, it's such a weird. This one's weird. 
This one's because, very like, weird. You're going to so, so like if if you want to come to Charlotte and open a brewery and you're an unknown, number one, like that's an uphill battle. Let's, yeah, yes. let's be real. But you're going to open two. And one of them, you're going to be like a smartass and call it another brewery. Yeah. Like, you, like you're somehow cutesy and insight. Like, man, don't do that. Yeah. No. Don't don't be that guy or yeah. girl or whatever. Like, I, you know. That that was not a smart move. It, I mean, it may not matter long term. It just, it feels lazy. I, You know, like every other brewery that comes into town, I hope they make good beer. And I wish them success if they do. And yeah. if they can't make good beer, I hope they have the willingness to shut it down before it gets out of hand. Yeah. Now, I went to the D9 Uptown location twice. Okay. And Were you lost? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. felt I'm like, kidding. I mean, honestly, my first time going there was an absolute shit show because of the traffic caused by lane closures and stuff. So I understand why D9, well, a reason why D9 probably closed down there because that road construction, it was just impossible to be open, be profitable. But you take away the road construction aspect, and I don't think that's a great idea for a brewery. It's a little too, like, tucked in. It doesn't have its own parking, which I think in Charlotte is pretty whatever. But you can get your parking validated, but that's going to keep a lot of folks away. Like, that's going to be a non-starter. If- I, I'll admit, for me, in a lot of places, I, I don't want to hassle with a place I can't figure out where to park. Well, like... So last time you and I went out and we went over to Monday night and it's like a shit show of a nightmare to try oh to find God, a parking yeah. space. Over I mean, there. I, I love Monday night, but I, I really have to steal myself and commit that I'm just going to pay 20 bucks to park three blocks away. And it's a whole thing. Yeah. Which is that's a big ask for somebody to have to do that. And yeah, especially if you were not Ubering, lifting to some of these yeah. places, that's a pain in the butt. And I also understand, like, you know, if you're wanting, you know, uh, uh, Monday nights and protagonist, no, protagonist, no, oh, shit, uh, Sycamore, some of these that are in the heart of Uptown, they don't need to care about parking because there are so many apartments around. Right. Like, there's a, a there's small enough foot city, traffic. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, they'll, they'll never hurt for business. Right. And it just, it sucks for the people that don't, you know, but again, like, I, you know, there's enough other options. I'll be fine. It's you know, I just I like Monday night too. There's just so much to unpack across two different articles about it's just it's like I said, this is just it's bizarre to me. The whole situation's bizarre. It, the it, smart ass, we're gonna open this, not another brewery place. Fuck off with that. And they're due to open like this month. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is a weird time. To, to open a place. Oh, yeah, just before things absolutely die in January. Yeah, cool. because I... <laughs> I mean, between... Well, I mean, between... You know, so you're talking about in the next... Let's just say the next 30 to 45 days, you've got two major holidays, not to mention dry January, you know? Well, I mean, and, and not only that, but, like, you weren't from here. I'm not from here. I mean, out of the three of us, only one is a somewhat Charlotte na- native. And... Most people, to Wells's point, this town fucking dies in November and December because most people aren't from here. They go back home for the holidays. Yep. So, yeah, I will continue to keep my eye on this because I can walk to one of them. Yeah, and- I was going to say, I'm sure that if they're still open in January, somehow we'll probably make it post D&D. Sure. If it's even maybe a thing we'll still. Ironically, are you going? Probably. 
Unless it's like somehow amazing. And then you never know. And you know what? Again, like, you know, we're, we're going to bash on some of these ideas because we don't agree with them. But again, at the end of the day, no harm, I, no foul, no I, ill will. No, no. I, and, and I and I hope they're successful. Yes. Just, again, I hope that for every brewery. I want every brewery to be successful so that it's not the, how are they still open? Right. And, oh, they closed? I had completely forgotten about them. Like, yep. don't just fall across the wayside. Or, you know, that brewery that came from another state and made a big splash in town for six months before shutting down everything. Which one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there have been a few. You uh, you guys remember Smutty Nose? No. You yeah. Know, oh, I, I do, do man. I, kind of, like, from Total Wine, like, ten years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I've been there. Okay, here, we'll play the uh, the Great Divide game. Name a Smutty Nose beer or three. Finest kind. Okay, and then? Finest kind. <laughs> that was your free space on the bingo board. <laughs> uh, anyways, what else was going on with Smutty Nose? Uh, well, Smutty Nose parent company, Finest Kind... <laughs> <laughs> is are is you it, serious? That's the parent company. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm serious because uh, that's that's the reason that I can think of a spunny nose beer. Is Fair enough. Because like, oh, the parent company's name is. Um, I I vaguely remember spunny nose. They used to be definitely much more on the shelf in North Carolina, at least a decade ago, if not fifteen years ago. Yeah. I've been to the Smutty Nose Brewery in New Hampshire, so okay. that was that was kind of cool. Went up there for a wedding, and um, it's it, and then they they kind of like left the market, but there wasn't like I didn't miss them, like I didn't wake up in the middle of the night like oh my god I've had Smutty Nose and like oh my god I can't get Finest Kind anymore six years and I mean it was increasingly out of date and right of a time beer mentality wise it just kind of wasn't there with anymore. Anyway, they are acquiring a, another a New York-based brewery. Say what? A Brooklyn brewery, Five Burrows Brewing. Uh, the plan there is to eventually bring all the Five Burrows production under the finest kind main location in New Hampshire. Okay. I will not do any more accents on Thank this you. show. Um, but it's to help them, Smutty Nose kind of... 21st century themselves a bit more into ready to drink cocktails and non-alcoholic beer. So this other brewery that they're buying has expertise in there and they just need to synergy. Well, and I was going to say, so again, it's been years since I've seen them either. Uh, back when the teeter down the road used to actually have a decent beer selection. Um, not saying Smutty Nose was decent, but I could regularly find their mix packs there. And one of the things I remember was they had some really old school looking logos. And a lot of it wasn't logos. It was like photos. Yeah. Uh, the marketing and, person for Old Hickory took a look at fine, or Smutty Nose and was like, that's dated. <laughs> this, but worse. <laughs> right. uh, so, yeah, I'm surprised that they're able to acquire somebody. But then at the same time, considering that they're not here anymore, they pulled out a local distro doesn't mean jack and shit. This means yep. that they were smart and actually left a very crowded market to begin with. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yep. So good on him. I, yeah, this was my, oh yeah, that's right. Smutty Nose. They were, they were a brewery and I guess continue to be a brewery. And look at you buying somebody else. That's, yeah. that's cute. That's fun. Speaking of breweries, you remember from Total Wine. Holy <laughs> shit. This one, this one really hit. I was like, man, this got Total Wine written all over it. 
Yeah. You're not wrong. Ecliptic Dick. Brewing. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. That's right. And the owner has decided no mo. Well, or at least no, no mo, mo of running of running my own show. Yeah. Um, they are also going the contract route. Um, they've been sold to a company that would keep him involved in the brand, but that means they're just getting rid of their tap room. They'll, Does your article say who it is? Because I know. You do know? I do. Who? Ninkasi. Oh, really? So that remember it was I feel like was it last episode we were talking about how Ninkasi's changed hands a couple times? Yeah. Yeah, so the group that Ninkasi's a part of is now the Ecliptic is part of that that bundle. So maybe they're actually going to do what they said they were going to do like 8 years ago and what Stone said they were going to do and you know, we've got this collective kind of like Canarchy and what have you. Yeah. So interesting thing about uh, John Harris, the showrunner, whatever, for Ecliptic Brewing. Um, he used to work at Full Sail, which is one of the oldest breweries in Oregon. Speaking of total wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is total wine. Bingo tonight. But he also was uh, a big somebody at Deschutes. Okay. Um, he came up with the Mirror, what, Mirror Pond? Mirror Pond Ale. Oh, so, so that was that was him. Yeah. So this guy's like... Small deal. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. like very niche... He's royalty in very small circles, and it's just kind of wild that even a brewery like Ecliptic is just sucked up. Yeah, but I mean it is, but this, it isn't. But you, but you look at somebody like this, and they, you know, this is their third brewery. We're yeah. getting to that point where a lot of the old guard is getting old, and they're ready to be done. I, I'm not mad, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like you know any of us were could get our hands on ecliptic on purpose anyway but right like I, you know, we saw it with um bells you know we're, we're seeing more and more of this I, you know it's it's gonna be the way it goes and good for them right you know yeah. like he's able to you know consolidate maybe take some of the physical load off his back you know it's great i mean it's one of those things where you know i i know jeff knows this i'm pretty sure wells knows this i know this it's hard to run a small business <sighs> It's a lot of physical and mental labor. So eventually it gets to you at some point. Especially if you've been doing this for decades. Yeah. You know what? Like, take a take a load off. You, yeah. You've earned it. Yeah, exactly. So a clip dick should still be around, will still be made, yeah. but just won't have a physical presence anymore. And uh, speaking of Canarchy, so what's going on with Oscar Blues? Oh, man. So you would think a brewery Oscar Blues size would be a little bit better about this. Um, Oscar Blues opened several years ago. Their third brewery in Austin, Texas. First one being in Colorado. Second one being in Brevard, just outside of Asheville. Third one's Austin. Uh, they've been open, what, seven years, I believe, now? And they're done. Like, just closed up. No notice, no nothing. Wow. Yeah. So, boo. I mean... You, you also know, too, times is hard if Oscar Blues is just closing doors and not really notifying. And But, you know, okay, <clears throat> let's take a quick second to talk about Oscar Blues. Okay. When's the last time you bought Oscar Blues? I still regularly buy Pale. Okay. I really Wells? do. Oh, man. Uh, it, maybe a year ago? Yeah. I, okay. I, so. I, I don't remember the last time. Out of, out of the three of us, then I'm still probably yeah, and, and one of the I mean, only like, regular customers. Yeah, and so that supports one of the three breweries they have open, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, that's true. And, and it, kind of my point here is 
I, like what's the last thing the, the last new thing that Oscar Blues put out was Double Dales which and sucked. we all kind of went Ugh. yep you know like I, honestly I have kind of avoided them since unless yeah. it's Dales fail and that's about the only thing I know I can pick up and I know I'm gonna like I, I mean like there was that time where with that blue IPA they had I mean we used to drink the hell out of that yep but I look at it now I'm just like Ugh. yeah or like if I could ever find old Chubb I would get old Chubb it, man but there's also there's some pretty big misses and I mean it it, it has become Dale's not Oscar Blues to me it, it literally has become Dale's because I mean, that's all I've bought. Mama's is still pretty good. I say that like I've had it recently. The it's, last time I had Mama's, it's like it's it's a it's a perfectly serviceable pilsner. There's the word perfectly serviceable because yep. it still is. Those are two words, but okay, it's fine. Uh, I mean I. Pretty sure I bought a 1050 within the last year. Now that I think about it, the okay. barrel Yeah, things, I don't say that's a good point too. Anytime I see any 1050, I will buy that. But I mean, that was the first beer I ever had. The first Imperial Stout that I had in cans. Right. Yeah. And I think I, it was a lot of ours. Oh, I know. Right. But well, I, yeah. I drove it back. Like I picked up a, a four pack in Seattle and drove it back across the country in spring of 2008. And I brought a can to Michael Brawley, and he's just like. Stout in the can. I've never seen this. What will they think of next? we got to watch out for them cans. They're BPA <laughs> liners, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Just, yeah, I definitely don't buy Oscar Blues the same way that I used to either. Yeah. Oh. This, this one's just funny and sad. Who is time. this? I've never even heard of this place before. I've never heard of okay. this brewery either. Okay. Well, what are they doing? Uh, the R... R dot, like letter R, Shea Brewing Company is asking for help to save their business. They've started a GoFundMe because apparently they have a, a, a sizable loan out from the Small Business Administration that is on a variable interest rate. And, and uh, how much money are they asking for? Uh, on the GoFundMe? Uh-huh. About $2.3 million. So they want us to just buy their brewery, basically, but they still get to control it, is what they're asking for. Basically. Hey, they're not asking for help. They're asking for a complete bailout. You remember how the beer scene is all kumbaya, and everybody gets along, and everybody's awesome to each other, and everything is great, and everybody loves each other. Like, hey, can you just give us some of your money? No big deal. Don't ask any questions. You're not going to get anything for it. No stickers. Right. No coasters. Like, you know, whatever. I yeah. Mean, look, I, you know, this sucks, but it again, does. to the point you made earlier, Josh, running a small business is tough. Yes, very. And, and sometimes, like you have to, you got to take the L. Yeah, yeah. Um, Choices have consequences sometimes. They, like, they do. And out of all the articles, I did actually read this this one and a few others. Busy workday, and the thought in my mind was, how is this any different than all of the medical stuff that you? Because GoFundMe especially is rifle of like. I'm about to go into medical bankruptcy. Can you help me out? Cool, but you made that life decision, not me. I might be able to kick you a couple of shekels. Here you go. That's about it. You're a person, not a business. Right. And if you're a business asking for this much money, get fucked. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to point out, we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. If you want to Kick us a couple bucks, and um, we promise we'll just use it on beer. We don't really need this, and we're definitely not two point three million dollars in debt. But no. you know that would be appreciated. Again, yes. I mean, that is like, craftbeercast.com slash or whatever. Yeah. 
Patreon.com Patreon. slash Thankfully, Josh listened to me and didn't do the uh, extra add-on for the uh, special, you know, podcast studio. Um, you know, and we we run it pretty lean, but right. I can't even imagine like doing a like, oh hey, uh, you know, the podcast was hurting. Can you can you give us two million dollars? Right. Like first off, like I don't believe we have like probably even made five hundred dollars in the in the scope of this entire thing. No, we have. Oh, okay. All right. Over ten years. Yes. So like maybe maybe spread out over is 10 that years. is that EBITDA? You know, earning right. before interest taxes, depreciation, amortization. Right. I mean, you know, we end up buying equipment and stuff like that, but I, I just like I can't, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. No. I, you know, like, but on the flip side, it has to suck being the business owners who are stuck thought, in this position. You know, probably got the loan when it felt like everything was going to make sense. Right. Maybe pre-COVID, and maybe this is a COVID fallout. Right. You know, I don't know. Do do we? Do I even want to know how well they're doing on this? On said, go fund yourself. I mean, fund me. <laughs> you you. Sure. I looked it up today. Uh, they are 0.8% of the way to their goal. And and, and how long has this been going? A uh, couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. They oh, are oh, oh. they are currently at uh, $20,230 raised out of 2300000 They probably started with 15 of their own money just to make it look like there was some. Maybe. Well, and yeah, not only that, but number two, this is also in Akron, Ohio, not a mecca of craft beer if you ask me how do you get as a business 2.3 million dollars in debt like i like as a brewery in akron ohio like weren't there did they not think like maybe we're growing too fast maybe we should kind of slow things out it's like no we're going to open a second facility and then we're going to like want we want to convert it to an entertainment complex and we want to get into like statewide distribution but we haven't done that yet so we need money to help like oh my god what was your business plan well and we have discussed this countless times just because you know how to brew beer maybe you shouldn't be in business so there's this quote here from the i guess the gofundme and it says we'll be using these funds to pay off our high interest sba loan so what they're asking for is for you to pay off their loan. Yep. Not like, hey, interest is getting kind of wonky. We need some help. You know, help us pay some down. No, no. They want. They're asking people, the the general public, to have a kind heart and help by paying off their loan. And then they're going to keep. And this is the part that really chaps my ass right here. They're keeping the rest for working capital to allow us to adapt the next few years. So this isn't just their loan. Hey, can we maybe double our money while we're doing this? Yeah. And again, those two words right there, go fund yourself, man. Yep. The rest. If you needed help getting bailed out, and believe me, you know, like that sucks. Yeah. And I, and and I have a heart for that. But, but not when you're asking for, you know, basically this is the, how much do you want to tip? Yep. But this, I... (laughs) The rest. I don't think there's going to be the rest because they've only raised fifteen thousand dollars in the two weeks since this article has been written. Yeah. So well, there's no the rest. According to GoFundMe, they get to keep GoFundMe rules versus Kickstarter are different. If your project doesn't fund on Kickstarter, you don't get the funds. On GoFundMe, any dollar amount you raise, you get. But, so period, they're going to get fifteen grand. But but you know they're asking for money for this loan. They want you so they want to pay off the loan, 
they're gonna keep the rest, and who knows what the rest actually is. They could have a $500,000 loan and they're asking for basically 1.5 million of crowdsourced money so that they can finish the remodel of their valley location. And then long-term, they wanna focus on the canal location to be more of an entertainment venue. And then also, they're not gonna forget about distribution in this temporarily declining craft beer market, but we plan to hire additional salespeople. Look at if the market is declining and you're willing to, and you're the one out there saying it, and that's why you're asking for money, it's kind of a shitty move to hire more salespeople. Right. We have a market that's declining and we don't know that we're going to sell as much and we can't even pay all of our bills. So let's hire some salespeople. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like a, again, Somebody that got into a business that should not be in business, and sounds now they're like, in over their head. It sounds like somebody bought some bored apes with the company money, and now they're kind of hosed. Yeah. Yep. Shall we end on a high note? Uh, you want you want to save that one for next one, or since uh, I I thought this was going to be in uh, show two, so I put this oh, okay for show two. I uh, that's up to Mister Wells. He asked to move this, so we'll save it. Okay. There will be no high note. I guess we'll just no, we're, be back we're ending, in. We're ending on a GoFund yourself. I guess we'll just be back in thirty. No, we're gonna end on this one. Then. Okay. Okay. Ah, that's another sad another, story. Another sad story. Okay, well, cool. I had a, th- a running theme. Everything a, was kind of sad stories <laughs> on a very depressing craft beer cast. Exactly. Uh, Coney Island Brewing is closing their tap room? Question mark. They had one? Question mark. Yeah. So apparently, Coney Island Brewing opened in. Coney Island area of New York 10 years ago. And then they got bought by Sam Adams. Uh, Founded in 2007. They were acquired by Boston Beer in 2013. Um, And apparently the writing's on the wall for them and they will be closing their tap room at the end of the month. And hell no, they're already closed. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So cool. Today I learned that like Arm of Sam Adams Coney Island uh, had a tap room. And it's already closed. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but like that's another one of those. Total Wine, Total total Wine Bingo. Oh, yeah, you're right. Used to remember that all oh, the yeah. time there. So this was, that was kind why, of the running theme of this. this was why why couldn't you have saved wine that bingo. Pike Brewing one for this, uh, this episode? Oh, I know. It definitely should have. <laughs> we would have checked off everything on Total if, Bingo. If only right? we knew that they were, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, uh, rip to Coney Island. Even though I kind of forgot they existed, to be a thousand percent honest. So you forgot that they existed. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. All right. So now are we ready for a depressing break and go be sad for thirty? Okay. We'll Let's go, go be, be sad, sad for thirty. Bye, no bye, Jeff. How does that work? So, if you're a new listener, it will come as a huge surprise for you to find out that we've been drinking beer through this whole episode. Now, we're at the point in the show where we start talking about the beer that we've been drinking through this episode. 
We might also sprinkle in that we've got a Patreon if you want to support us that way. We're not asking for 2.3 million, not even 0.3 million. Although if you have a 0.3 million you want to throw us, awesome. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. You can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash craftbeercast as well. But we're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking. Really straightforward. Would you buy this? Would you not buy it? In fact, if you want to go to our website, craftbeercast.com, you can find a, a link near the top that has our spreadsheet. We've been cataloging the beer that we've had on the show since 2013 in our 10th year or is this now our 11th year i don't know how yeah technically probably 11 but you can see everything that we've ever had and whether we liked it or didn't like it if we like it we say bye if we don't like it we say no bye so So what's our first beer up first beer up for tonight uh when i was in the durham area um i found this can of sometimes you buy a beer just by the label like I'm a sucker for that. Sometime. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and I and I bought this. I don't know. It's been about a month and a half ago. But this is called Marvin the Marzen. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a fun name. All right. I'm sure nobody has come up with that one yet. But can, you know, can I see the can? Yeah. Does it actually have like, you know, Marvin? It's. I mean, it's not. I mean, clearly they're not going to infringe. Okay. Well, you know, nobody nobody would ever do that. Right. Who do you think this is? Sugar Creek. Right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, Marvin the Marzen, uh, although it says it's an amber lager, um, Untap calls it a Marzen. I'd put it more in like the amber-ish. For me, it's it's caramely and sweet. I, I was hoping for a little more clean, dry, biscuity uh, on it. It's fine. You could do worse. It'd probably go good with some food. Would you buy it, though? That's the um, actual question. I, no, I'm not buying it again. Well... I like it as a beer, but I hate it as a Marzen. There's this weird, like, Tootsie Roll kind of chocolatiness to it that, for for this style, should absolutely not be there. I don't know if this beer's old. I, I like it as a beer, but not as what it's trying to pass itself off as. So, no bye. Josh, your thoughts? I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I mean, this definitely does not taste like a Meriton to me. It is not bready. It's not biscuity. It, it's got this weird caramel sweetness to it that, again, if you said this was an amber, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? But if you tell me it's a Meriton, you're dead wrong. So no bye. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Thanks, Scott, for the porch bomb of fresh hop beer. It's always a good time of year. You know, like, I, I just, I don't know, just get so excited and it makes me you know like watching you know scott go and have fun with all the fresh hot beer like it makes me miss being out there like i was last year but um this is uh portland oregon's level beer and this is their fresh hop lager uh a fresh hopped american lager and it's it's okay it's okay I was excited about the idea of a fresh hop lager. It's uh, uh, the hops are interesting. I just nothing like grabs me by the short and curlies and says you got to have more of this. You know what I mean? Um, right. But I I do like the fresh hop presence. I just don't don't see myself buying this one. Well, um, it's clean finishing. It's tasty, but it's not enough for me to say, oh yeah, I want another one of these. I, I, I like it, but not enough to buy it. Josh? Yeah, this is definitely one of those you say it's a lager. And yes, you can kind of tell, but there's nothing but just hops in this thing. It's just like, here's some hops. 
Maybe. With a little bit of a backbone, kind of. Maybe. Oh. Hate that word. Dude. Was it a multi backbone? Stop. Yes, it. it was very multi. Is it was a multi multi backbone. It was very multi backbone. Um, no, this isn't this isn't something I would necessarily necessarily reach for again. So no buy. Next beer up. Uh, the beer that I'm always excited to see, Fremont's Coachella Canyon. Man, oh man. I've gone and said it. I don't know how many times. I don't always understand the necessity of a pale ale. But damn it, this beer is great every year. This is on my Mount Rushmore of pale ales. It always will be. Kawich Canyon Fresh Hop Ale. Had my other can last night and loved it. This is fantastic. I love it. Big bye. Wells? Oh, yes. The 6% pale ale. Whatever. I'm being an asshole. Um, no way. So after coming off that Fresh Hop Lager, this thing is like just backhands you across the face. This is absolutely delicious and Jeff I can see why it's on your Mount Rushmore this is uh, I really enjoy it it's light it's easy it's fun it's tasty it's hoppy as hell but not bitter ah this is big bye Josh yes all of those things and more Uh, no this is fantastic absolutely dig it I could 100% see yes this would be on a Mount Rushmore of pails if I could get this on the regular so absolutely we'll buy it next beer up so one of the beer, uh, one of the breweries that um, we had talked about going to when we were driving through was, uh, or at least trying to find, was Varietal. Um, I want to say, like, I know they're in Sunnyside. I think that's maybe adjacent to Yakima or close enough, or it was on the way or something like that. I can't remember exactly how the story goes, but um, Varietal was one of those hot new breweries that everybody was talking crazy about. and. Uh, we just didn't get a chance to get there or find any of their beer. But Scott was gracious enough to send me their fresh hopped pocket full of Sunnyside. Man, oh man. Like, in so many options or so many offerings that we get of fresh hop beers, you're kind of used to a, with the exception of like Quichi Canyon, a lot of times the hops are very subtle. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, they're there, they're subtle. The, fresh hop experience is a little different than the pelletage or the cryo and the lupulin powder and all that kind of stuff but man this one slaps you upside the face and uh, I dig it I dig it a lot I'm a big buy on this one Wells I thought Koichi Canyon was hoppy hi um no this is pretty tasty that might be my first brewery from varietal or first beer from varietal brewing I like it I'd like to see more uh really impressed and would love to buy it Josh while Jeff looks up something cool sorry back to back pourings and yeah this one whoo those hops just hit they hit hard and they hit fast and they hit good um, even on the nose like the Guich Canyon it, Canyon, it has a nose but this is this is something else. This is yeah. damn good. Hundreds of pounds of wet centennial mm. uh, used on the hot side and then dry hopped with freshly kilned Idaho Jim along with teen 90s of Chinook and El Dorado. So, you know. Just a little hoppy. Just, just, just a little hoppy. It's just a little guy. Just, just a little hoppy guy. guy. <laughs> okay, so. The, Excuse me. I am going to be a, a stick little, in the mud. A little, little pedantic and just be like, oh, cool. So it's like mostly. 
fresh hopped with some tea ready pellets. So yeah. it's it's fine. Whatever their heart was there, and damn, this is, has good flavor. So. Yes, absolutely. That's that's the key. It's got really good flavors. So. I mean, I feel like you know it's got to be tough to you know some breweries are very good at blowing it out with a specific hop. Right. And maybe you know maybe they just needed a little extra oomph. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, but in case, you know, the listener doesn't know, and we went into great detail about this when Jeff did his fresh hop trip, but there is a giant difference between using fresh wet hop versus using pelletized versus using powders. There is a huge difference in in how much alpha acids get extracted and everything. So, yeah, this was, uh, looks like Sunnyside is just right outside of Yakima. Okay. Um, beautiful area. You know. I mean, I I keep hoping that my child moves there so I could have an excuse to go visit. Because, man, I would love to go up to that neck of the woods because it seems beautiful. And it seems like my kind of my kind of people, my kind of land. I mean, it, it, it is fairly arid. So, you know, you got that. But um, So what's our uh, final beer? Final up? beer up. Uh, the one Scott didn't want to let go of under any circumstances. Um, this is also the one that he told me about. And then I was bugging the shit out of him. <laughs> so, like, anyway, he wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to let up. But um, Bale Breaker makes a lot of fresh hot beers. Yes. Uh, Bale Breaker's, you know, right there in Yakima. They kind of did a little collaboration this year called Fresh Hop Friends, and uh, this year they did it with Russian River. Uh, no, no big deal. You know, no big deal. Russian River. Aren't, aren't we boycotting them because of the invasion of Ukraine? Uh, that's, that's right. Yes. That's right. In yes. fact, in fact, I will just go ahead and I will, I will finish off this can. That way you don't need any of it. <laughs> I'm having fun today. Yeah. Uh, fresh, wet hop. Fresh hop, West Coast IPA. Simcoe, Citra, and HBC 586. You know, no big deal. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I understand why Scott didn't want to give this up at all. Um, it's just, it's both a great fresh hot beer while also being just a great IPA on its own. And, like, I know it sounds like a weird distinction, but sometimes, like, I have to put fresh hop in its own kind of subcategory. Because Which, I mean, technically it should be. They, they're just... They're, they're different. Yes. As the kids would say, it hits different. Yes, it does. But this is, it's, I, like, I just love it. I love it as an IPA. I love it as a fresh hop IPA. I'm glad these guys are friends. Wells, are you glad they're friends? Yeah, I'm incredibly glad they're friends. Uh, holy cow, that's... <laughs> we, we just... Mm, I don't have anything intelligent to say about this because I just love it so much my words get all jumbled. Um big buy. Wow. Josh. He doesn't like it. He's he's mad. He's trying to come up with good words for it. Yeah, big mad. <clears throat> Got the big mads right now. No cap. Are you in your feels? For real, for real? No for doubt. For real, for uh, No, I mean, come on. This is fucking fantastic. Yep. Like, we've had bail breaker stuff before. Obviously, yep. we've had Russian River stuff before. I mean. True. And you put the two of them together in a, in a wet hop? Yeah, come on. Like, of course, it's going to be fucking delicious. I feel like every time I see Russian River in an IPA, even in a collab, like, I get nervous because I have this high lofty standard for them. Right. And very rarely do they even get close to that line. They're always just like, no, we got you, fam. It's all good. It's all good. 
I would be devastated, or at least very disappointed, if a brewery named Bale Breaker sucks on hoppy beers. Yep. Like, it's in name. You got to kill it. I will tell you from real experience, if you're on day three of Fresh Hop Tour and Bale Breaker is your last stop, you might be a little palate fatigued. If you're on day three of your wet hop IPA bender, yes. you might be a little palate fatigued. Yeah. yeah. But no, of course yeah. I, of course. Especially I'm, if you're sitting there drinking at Single Hill for like two hours. Of course I'm going to buy this. This Whoopsie. is freaking fantastic. All right, Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Somehow or another, we've got to pick a favorite out of these beers. And uh, we would then tap that beer in, in an ideal. The beer that we would most like to have on tap at home and um man i i'm i'm really struggling here that varietal was was solid but it's like third that coichi canyon is fantastic but i mean god fresh hop friends i I gotta go friends okay well with with coichi is like right one b right there if like i got there and they're like we can't we're you know like we're out of friends it won't be here for another week we've got koichi i'm like cool sold let's go okay i guess well of course it's fresh hop canyon or fresh hop friends like what else do i need to say about this it's great josh what are you what are you tapping besides he's, he's tapping his music i'm trying to but my phone is not behaving it's time for a new phone it's uh, it's this- an iphone it just works this thing's so old, dude. I've had it since 2017. So it's like an iPhone 7? Pretty much. Oh, oh scoff. Scoff. I mean, it's old I'm as sorry, shit. Sorry, did you say scoff? Okay, well, do it live. There we go. Now it's working. Um, of course, it's going to be friends. Like, But Queen Canyon's fucking delicious. Every like, year. Every year. Um... This, you know, and I, this I need a cases, whole lot more of that. This, this is that. This is one of those moments where I'm kind of kicking myself for setting the lineup like I did. Um, <coughs> if I'd have been, if you know, knowing what I know when I'm setting up what I'm setting up, right. I probably would have put Koichi on its own eh. or, or moved Friends to next episode. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. But you know, I mean, that is definitely like a one B. Like yeah. if we were still doing honorable mentions of top ten, yeah. that motherfucker would be on it. Like. That it is may, damn I mean, good. Yeah, 100%. Damn good. 100%. All right, so we're at the end of the show. You've hit everything already, but one more time. Yeah, craftbeercast.com. Um, if you want to send Josh some xvids on x.com, feel free, at cbcast. Uh, you can email us, contact at craftbeercast.com. Which is uh, honestly the best way at this point, I yeah. think, to get a hold of us. Yeah, I, mean, like, like, I feel like everybody is like, hate living on x.com like nobody really wants to be there but no. but they're all so indentured at this point they can't get away right that's kind of what where it is with me like i feel like beholden to it for some fucking reason and i don't know why because there might be one person that reaches out over it. it was like facebook right like yeah every like once a month when i'm posting i happen to look and i'm like oh there's a notification on our our craft beer cast facebook and i'm like oh someone sent me a message like three weeks ago yeah we're not great with social media, especially now in today's social media hellscape. So if you really do want to get in touch with us, email really is the best way. Contact at craftbeercast.com. Wells, can I find you anywhere? Uh, at all the Wells on Instagram threads. Is that is, is threads a thing still? It's still is. Like I, I remember when that started, but I couldn't. Okay, it still, still is. Okay. Uh, Josh, where are you? 
Besides right here, you can find our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Throw some news articles up there. We will definitely talk about it and we will give you some updates and we'll um, give you updates. Yeah, I guess that's all about what we can do. But if, if you've got an article that you want to put in front of us, we'll definitely see it. Um, don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody. You know, we've been going for all these years. We've been loud and independent for all these years, and that won't change anytime soon. And don't forget to rate, review us on your podcatcher of choice. Ratings help. Word of mouth helps more. Ratings are cool, too. And other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday. Mm-hmm.